Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Liam Maitland, KCBS Foodie Chap, with Chef Demos Dennis FDMU. Chef, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm great because it's a twofer today. We have two chefs, not one but two, uh, along with uh, Chef Demos Dennis. We also have Chef executive chef. She's got a briefcase. Chef Norma Witt. Chef Norma, good to see you. Good to see you as always, Liam. Uh, it's so wonderful to be here at Luce. Before we talk about the cuisine, before we talk about the culinary art on the plate here, uh, I've got to ask you, Chef, what are we drinking to kick off? We are drinking a Riesling we called Prince and it's from Woodside, California, uh, which is paired also with our first course and campacho with white chocolate. Oof. Well, you know, I never drink alone, so cheers to you. Cheers. Cheers to you. Cheers. Here we go. Mm. Oh, wow. That's a party on the palate. How was that for you, Chef? Oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Those sweet notes hit perfectly with the white chocolate on the plate. It's a beautiful dance. It really is. We're going to go back in time. We're going to go in the time machine. Yes. All the way back to Greece, to your homeland. Growing up at home, who was cooking? And what were the memorable dishes coming out of the kitchen? Interesting question. Um, So both of my parents were excellent at it. Both of them had uh, completely different styles. My mother used to be like the perfect cook when it comes to uh, stews and oven-related baking, uh, pies. Um, All of these were just amazing. And then my father was like the king on grill. Uh, He was perfect with the sauces, sautéing, grilling, all the meat, the carving. Uh, So I kind of like had the blend of both worlds and shaped me really into what I am today. Sure. Is there one dish, let's talk about mama, one dish that mama cooked that even to this day, when you have it, when you enjoy it, takes you home? Oh, yes. Spinach pie. (laughs) Spinach pie. Spinach pie. Yes. What's it about it that you love? What about it do you love? Uh, I don't know, it's just great. I mean, the, the, the love and the ingredients uh, and the, 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 the freshness of the dish uh, and everything is homemade the, from the phyllo uh, to the spinach. The, we have a spring onion in the garden. Everything comes from there. Uh, obviously, feta is yeah. like one of the best cheese in the world. Uh, oh my gosh, you know what? Cheesemakers up in Marin County can hear you. Oh, I mean, listen, feta is uh, probably the oldest cheese. It is the oldest cheese, and it's flexible. And it's, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 and it's amazing. You can sure. pair it with so many things. So I always good. have some in my pocket, right here. Absolutely. Here we go. Excuse oh, me. No, that's, mm. that's great. That mm. comes from my seat. <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> so, Chef, what was the light bulb moment for you when cooking really became your passion and you decided this is my lane? 
the culinary lane, this is where I'm heading. So I always felt like I'm a very practical person. Uh, and I was good with my hands, uh, with everything I was doing. So uh, all the project that had to do with, uh, with uh, carpentries and painting and all of that, I was actually pretty good at it. Uh, so I decided that the more technical yeah. approach for my career would be, would the be, be the best case scenario. Um, but the moment, the moment was, I think I was probably to 13, 13 to 14. Uh, I was already cooking by yeah. then. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my, both of my parents were working two jobs a day. Um, and I had to cook and my sister was very bad at it, <laughs> which was five what, years old. What's your sister's name? Uh, Maria. Maria. Maria, I hope you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> Lovely Maria. Yes. So somebody had to do it. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, I started getting a lot more interested in what is going on. So my parents would come back and they would see like sausages with peaches flying around laying around and it was like horrible in the beginning you know zero balance (laughs) (laughs) zero balance (laughs) but i was always interested into this artistic side and then i started researching and uh going through youtube videos and all the googling about what is out there what what is going on um and i actually went on a video from heston blumenthal when he was talking about the fat duck and what they were doing there and i was like wow like this is like this is phenomenal I wish at some point I would work in a place like that. Yeah. Long story short, like a few years later, I was actually at the Fatback working. I know. See, I've been excited to talk to you about many things, but the Fat Duck. Yes. Uh, I've eaten there once. Chef Norma, Fat Duck yet? I have not done that yet. Well, we know a man. Who I can, know he, a guy. He, we know a guy. We know a yeah, guy. Yeah, we, we know this guy. Tell me about walking through those doors, working in that kitchen, and what the takeaway was for you. Oh, goosebumps. Goosebumps. Uh, it was, it was uh, really interesting that that was the restaurant where it kind of like made me want to chase that dream. And then I found myself in London uh, and I was already working at another restaurant uh, for a couple of years. And I was like, I need to make the next step. And I was like, I was always scared to actually send a resume. Sure. Um, and then I was like, you know what? You have nothing to lose, really. No. So I just sent a resume. They called me in for a trial. They made me a proposal. And I was like, absolutely, yeah. Even if you didn't pay me, I would still come. But you didn't say no. that. Yeah. Never, no. never say that. I actually told them, yeah. I was like, Did you tell Norman that? <laughs> nope. I started beforehand. That's why. <laughs> Smart. And so what was your takeaway from the fat duck? Uh, it really kind of like blew my mind how they were thinking. The, the, the approach and the process of doing things and then questioning everything made me who I am. Yeah. Uh, I had like all of this soul food, you know, the flavor, but that's when I started creating concepts in my mind and being able to break it down into how that will be achievable. So beyond curiosity, actually putting the pieces together up here before it ends up on the plate. Yes. Yeah. Um, your travels took you, of course, Bristol, uh, London, uh, I'm not hearing a, an English accent. Where is no. it? Uh, it's left back in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> left, back, left back in Britain. Hey, the Greek accent's doing you, serving you well. So 2019, uh, you would take the big leap and move to New York City. Yes. Uh, pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic. What, what was the appeal of New York and what drew you uh, well, to move to America? I, well, it was... I was kind of like in between worlds. Uh, I've, I had a year that I 
left UK and went back to Greece to set up a couple of restaurants. Yeah. And, uh, and I realized that Greece is not for me. Because yeah. I was used to run into um, restaurants, how they used to run them in London, where sure. it was a lot more organized. Yeah. So I, cu- I couldn't find the point where I would actually be comfortable with, uh, with the Preverius and everybody in Greece. Uh, so I realized that I have to, again, leave once more sure. for somewhere else. So yeah. I was in between of, do I take really a really far away leap and I go to the United States, where it was considered kind of like the culinary mecca nowadays? Yeah. Um, or do I go to, or do I stay in Europe and I go for something, yeah. you know, uh, out of the ordinary again? And then I was thinking to go to Denmark because Denmark has an amazing culinary scene. So it was kind of like in between those two. Uh, and then I've met uh, that summer also my girlfriend. We're still together. Yeah. Uh, and John she was from well New done. York. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. See, I knew there's always a love story. <laughs> right. he, see, when he went, he went round the trees, it was love. Love led you to New York City. It, 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 was, it, it was easy because you have also a person where you, you feel really good about. So it, it kind of like softens the, 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 the approach of I'm going somewhere that nobody knows me again. Right. Like I've done it in the past. You're not, you're, but you're not alone this time. But you're not alone this time, yeah. yes. yes. So New York City, New York uh, City. what did you imagine the culinary world would be like there? And then what did that world become and how did you fit into it? Uh, I expected that it's going to be very similar to London, which it actually is. Yeah. Uh, really fast-paced, uh, excellence, very set on their own rules. Uh, you make it or you break it. Yeah. That's how New York is. And you need to run. First minute, that's it. Sure. You don't get a lot of chances. No. Um, so I, w- I was comfortable with it because that's what I was doing anyway all yeah. my life. Uh, so I got uh, familiarized really fast, really easy. Um, the pace, faster than any pace you'd ever worked at it before? It was a lot faster also yeah. than London, for sure. Uh, I wasn't expecting that, but it was a new challenge again, uh, which was lovely. Uh, I, just, I was just looking for something like different. I wanted to create something. Uh, that's when I met uh, Zod, and he was opening Wicked Jane uh, in West Village. And he had kind of like, we had the same background. He's also f- close to my region, uh, had the same upbringing, same bold flavors, uh, same style of music, same ideas. Uh, we didn't care about boundaries. We didn't care about rules. Well, you know. When the restaurant's called Wicked Jane, exactly. anything goes. Exactly, which was, he was also like a previous rock star with his band, so yeah. kind of like, the, it was there, it was there. And you're in the village, which is where the village people uh, used to live. In fact, one of them still lives there. Yes. Uh, the cop in the village people. Fun fact, oh. yeah, uh, still lives uh, in, uh, sorry, not the cop, the cowboy. Okay. Uh, he still lives in the village. Okay. Fun fact, you didn't know we were going to talk about the village people. Nope, nope. Anyway, um, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Chef, you had come west uh, earlier last year, uh, summer of 2022, and you would find yourself here, Luce, the Intercontinental San Francisco. Uh, Chef Norma arrived around the same time. You were just before. Um, Luce, the draw to San Francisco, what did you imagine this city would be, and what is it to you now? So, uh, I came in San Francisco, uh, I I always knew that they are a little bit more open-minded in terms of food in San Francisco. The culinary scene is a little bit more vibrant uh, than is New York. Um, so I felt like maybe my style is a little bit more appropriate for San Francisco culinary scene. 
uh, they're a lot more open-minded, they, they go out a lot, they try different things. Um, so They're up for, diners are up for the voyage of discovery yes. here and actually love the element of surprise. Yes. They're not looking for meat and potatoes or for the, uh, for the Friday night uh, fry exactly. special. Uh, they want to be taken on a journey. And here at Luce, you have the opportunity to do that. So where did you begin uh, when it came to designing a menu uh, and coming up with a concept and, and something new for the diners here within these walls at Luce? So I, I wanted to build the concept as it, Kind of like how it used to be. It started as a Mediterranean uh, style restaurant. And I wanted to bring this back, but with more of a European fine dining approach. Uh, we're still using like the small preferred the California. Uh, and, but the whole approach is clearly the way that Europeans uh, cook. Yeah. Uh, Everything is like refined. Everything is excellent at every level. Uh, and you can see that by the design of the plates, the flavor patterns, the balance, um, everything is grand about it. Well, this first dish before us, we are going to talk about this because it's, it's screaming to me, eat me. We, I can't eat it until we talk about it. But I have to bring Norma in here, uh, executive chef here. Uh, your first meeting uh, with Chef Dennis here. Uh, why did you know you would be good culinary bedfellows? I think, you know, the adventurous of his dishes and the complete he hits every note so when we taste through dishes together we're looking at the acid the fat the salt we're looking at every single bite and and what it brings to it and as we taste through we even take into account the wine as well of how that's going to complement uh down to every last bite so you know just looking at the all of the little elements um we we pair really well that way and not to mention the fact that this one dish and many others I know also uh, represent Picasso on a plate. This is artful cuisine. It really does. And, and the bold flavors are matched by the bold design of the dish itself. Uh, all the colors that are brought in, it's very fanciful. It's whimsical. Um, you'll, you'll hear him talk about whimsical a lot within the cuisine. And it, it, it really comes through in between the plating, the taste, and the whole experience. Because dining out should be fun, right, Chef? Absolutely. That's the one thing, especially in places like this where you spend a a significant amount of money. You need to create an experience that will be memorable for years to come. Uh, That's how it should be. And I know as a chef, when you walk into the dining room, even if it's from the kitchen, you want to hear, ooh, ah, you want to hear the oohs and ahs, right? Exactly. That's it. That's what we live for. So, diner, coming here, first time. What do you say the experience here is all about? Um, something different they've seen. Like, it's, it's a different experience. Uh, it's a whole new approach. It doesn't, it doesn't really exist uh, around San Francisco. Uh, and we are working our way towards making it better and better and better. Because this is just the beginning. Well, I packed my bags. I'm ready to go on a journey with you tonight. Well, very well. Only in the dining room. Yes. <laughs> and Norma, for you... Again, the personality of this restaurant uh, has always shone beyond the, beyond the hotel. Absolutely. Uh, it's become a destination restaurant. It's where Chef Dominique Crenn got her first Michelin star. Uh, I was in this restaurant the week that happened. Uh, and it's been a journey since with many great chefs Absolutely. doing many wonderful things. Mm-hmm. And time now for 
a new bright young star to make his mark, let the, sh- the food shine, of course. Uh, so what are your hopes uh, for Luce as we look at this new year and the months ahead? I think, you know, my hope for Luce just in general is that people are exposed to what we're doing here and exposed to the fanciful flavors and the the whole experience because um, we have a fantastic team back there. A lot of them have been with us for years, even longer, you know, obviously than, than us two, but... Um, They've been here, they've been dedicated, and the flavors that they're putting out are, are really fantastic. And the dedication from the entire team is, uh, is absolutely wonderful to walk into. Well, listen, I'm excited to go on a journey tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about some fun things, Chef. Music, if you were to play a song to go with this dish. First, describe the dish, and then tell me the song you would play as I enjoy this dish. Interesting. Um, so here we have our first course of the tasting menu. It's a semi-cured campachi uh, with pergamon. And we serve that with uh, white chocolate uh, and pergamon sauce. Uh, we have a few different uh, ways of uh, cucumber with it. Uh, we have a compressed cucumber. We use the, the hearts that are left over from the, uh, from the cucumber and we burn them and char them. Uh, so nothing goes to waste. We have pickled daikon, shervil uh, oil, uh, nasturtium, uh, kumquat, uh, chives, and hazelnuts. My word. Look at this. I'm excited to try it. What about the music? Music. Very delicate dish. Very eloquent. I would go probably with something on a classical note. Uh, but it had hints that will surprise your brain and make you feel uncomfortable but enjoy it a lot because chocolate and fish is always a bold combination yeah. uh, so I would go probably with uh, uh, Dance of the Nights ah, nice, nice Nice? Absolutely, yeah. I was going to go for Cool and the Gang celebration. Uh, But that's, uh, (laughs) you know, seriously. Um, Chef, outside the kitchen, what do you love? What do you love to do when you're not cooking? Uh, I I do multiple things. Uh, We are are staying very active. Uh, Hobbies from, obviously, traveling around is the best thing you can do. Yeah. Uh, because this is a great city, yes. but you get in your car and you go 30 minutes north exactly. into Marin County uh, and now further to Sonoma, Napa, a couple of hours even further, uh, Mendocino, lovely Lake County. Don't forget Lake County. Go south, you've got the beaches. I mean, are you beginning to discover what's around here? As much as possible. Yeah. As much as possible. It's great. Uh, it's, and I've never been here before, so for me it's also probably double exciting. I'm going to give you a few of Liam's lists of things to do. That's perfect, yes. Yeah. I would love to do Is there something that's on your list, that, a place you want to visit, a restaurant you want to hit up while you're here? Oh, all of them. All of them. All of them, really, yes. All the chefs. Uh, yeah, bring, bring, bring the invitations to chef here. Except cooking it, we also love eating it. So, you know, I want to visit all the restaurants that this city has to offer. And, and Napa, obviously, yeah. they have amazing restaurants. Can you name drop? Have you had one outstanding meal yet that still is with you that you've had here in San Francisco since you've been? In San Francisco so far uh, I had multiple Yeah, uh, I can't favor one of them No, and I shouldn't put you on the spot that's just cruel isn't it? Uh, yes, yes I don't want to favor one it's multiple so I don't want to leave them behind Have you been to Atelier Crane yet? Not yet. Uh, I was trying. I think they re- they are refurbishing. Oh yeah, it'll be open February seventh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but it will, It's on my list to go next month. Actually. 
Dom, Chef Cran, do you hear this? <laughs> Hello. Hello, Dom, Chef Cran. Please, reservation for two? For two, yeah. She'll be in touch. Uh, Norma, yes. uh, you know, for you to see uh, uh, a bright young chef here um, beginning on a new journey on the West Coast and making his mark here in San Francisco as someone... Uh, who lived somewhere very similar to Greece, Baltimore. <laughs> well, after spending the last two years in Baltimore, I'm a California girl through and through. You are California. You're local. I am local. And born and raised in Southern California. I came up to Northern California and been cooking, you know, throughout the state and all, all over. But, you know, being able to expose him to different uh, areas and the, the purveyors and, and what they're bringing to the table and the connections that I have here from, yeah. from cooking here for many years, that's been a lot of fun as well. And so, Chef Norma, coming from Southern California up north here, when you first came up north, uh, what did you imagine NorCal would be versus Southern California? Well, I was fortunate enough that the first place I lived in Northern California was Napa. And being able to drop in and start cooking in Napa, it's kind of like being shoved into the Super Bowl uh, of, of cooking. That it's almost was. like it's, it's like a Brock Purdy story. Exactly. You're being dropped into right there. You know, you're a starter uh, and you, you're on your march to the Super Bowl. You're right there in the big leagues. Well, and, and getting it exposed to that type of cooking and the amount of of products that you have just you know you walk outdoors and Mm -hmm. and you go to the garden and and you pull what you need so what the garden grows basically absolutely absolutely and it was it was just a fantastic immersion into not only the products but also the wine and being able to pair with wine and being able to taste the wine and 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 really highlight, you, you know, you could go either way. You can highlight the food, you can highlight the wine, you know, whatever the job entailed. Uh, it was an immersive education at, at best. And going to Baltimore, uh, again, listen, there's some great food in Baltimore, uh, each to their own, but that had been a bit of a culture shock. It's, you know, it, it's a little bit of a culture shock. It was my first time living on the East Coast, but Baltimore is a great city. They call it Charm City. It's very charming, uh, and there's some great products there. There's, there's a really great uh, food scene there as well with some really great chefs doing some amazing things out there. So, you know, it was, it was a really great exposure to the East Coast and, and the, the flavors that they highlight there. So what dishes are there on the menu from Baltimore? From Baltimore. <laughs> that, was, that was cruel, wasn't it? Although, I will say, as a true California girl, Dungeness crab is way better than blue crab, and I'll probably be strung up for saying that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have two listeners of Baltimore. You're okay. Uh, Chef Dennis, um, from Greece, that's your homeland. I know your parents influenced you. Uh, I know your homeland has influenced you. Uh, is there any way that shows up? On the menu here, Luce at all? Multiple ways. Um, the most significant probably would be uh, the octopus, where I grew up on eating octopus. Uh, and we cook it within 18 different ways. Um, so, very, very, something very comforting for me is the octopus. Um, and we pair that with a. We created a dish. Which is an octopus lasagna, which kind of it's kind of like a blend of a Italian cuisine with the memories I have from from Greece and one of my favorite uh, dishes uh, we have is before Easter we used to cook orzo with octopus and oh, a nice. very heavy tomato yeah. uh, sauce. 
So it's kind of like a blend of those both worlds. Yeah. And it comes like a showstopper. It's amazing. Listen, I'm excited for this journey tonight. Uh, chef Norma is the executive chef here. Um, Luce is back. The hotel is back. San Francisco feels like it's back. Uh, it's got to feel good, right? It's fantastic. And, and to see the, the hotel firing on all cylinders, we have a great program in Luce. Uh, we have a great program in our bar 888 and Bistro 888 as well. Uh, we're doing some really fantastic food there. So in, in our banqueting program, you know, it's getting better and better. So the, the team that we have in place here is pretty fantastic. And Luce is the cherry on top. The cherry on top. Last word with you, Chef. For those who have not been to Luce, why should they come and visit? Uh, to try something different and uh, something very exciting, something they haven't had before. There you go. You heard it here first. Um, two chefs going to do a little fun speed round, uh, what I like to call my five tasty questions. And so we're going to go back and forth like a little game of uh, a ping pong here with our, with our different tasty questions. Um, this is a fun thing to do at a dinner party. If you're ever curious to have a, have a little bit of fun and ask people <laughs> some fun little questions, here we go. All right. First. Normally you get to go first. Okay. Uh, what is always in your fridge at home? Oh, that's a tough one. I cook all day long, so I don't have much in my fridge. But uh, usually I always have cheese, really great cheese, and uh, crackers to accompany it so I can have a, a nibble when I get home. Um, I also always have uh, a lot of citrus in my home. Chef Dennis, what's always in your fridge? Always in my fridge. Um, a treats for my dog. <laughs> Water for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cottage actually it's always there for some reason See? yeah I love it um, and it's so healthy you know? and eggs that's it that's, that's literally my breakfast and the only meal I have home <laughs> I love it what libation is always in your fridge always bubbles I always have bubbles at home and a little bit of rosé Chef Dennis libation always in your fridge <sighs> difficult um, I have to say chilled tequila. <laughs> like that. Well, Not that I really do, but it's always there. It has to be there. You never know. Uh, the soundtrack to your life, if you could pick one song by one artist, uh, what might that be that defines an important period in your life? I know, tough, right? Wow, that is How about one album? You can take one album to a desert island. What would that album be? I would probably have to be, um, I'm going to go with Foo Fighters. I, I, love the, I love the Foo Fighters and having them in the background, it always spurs me when I, when I need it. And then there's always, you know, keeps you in a good mood. Chef, Dennis? Song? Or you want the whole album? Whole album. I'll go with a song. A song. <laughs> Let's do a song. Queens, Don't Stop Me Now. Good one. If not a chef, you come back in the next life with something else. What will you be? Ooh, um, I would say I think architecture really uh, inspires me. Whether it's from like a home design or um, or kind of decoration type, um, that's always been fun for me. Okay. In in the background. So an architect or interior designer. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay.
Dennis, next life, you're not a chef, what are you? Probably either an archaeologist or an astronomer. All right. The sky at night. Mm-hmm. Famous person you've had the pleasure of cooking for. Ooh, uh, last year uh, I, I was able to do dinner for Pink at Bottle Rock, which was fantastic. So I was, I was not too far away. You were right around the corner. How cool is that? By the way, did you meet Dave Grohl? I did not. That was the one year I was not there. Oh. I, I die. I died. <laughs> and you know that Dave Grohl has petted the dog of a dear friend of ours, Biscuit. I love Biscuit. Yeah. My favorite dog, Biscuit. Dave, Dave Grohl. I know. Yeah. I know. And yeah. I was beside myself that I couldn't make it that year. Yeah. Okay. Dave listens to the podcast all the time. Chef Dennis, pleasure of cooking for someone famous. Who was it? I hope it was a pleasure. Um, the I'll tell you the one that has enjoyed it most likely more than anybody else that would be probably Steve Buscemi I think yeah. I love him he's a cool dude great actor alright last question last supper couple of guests at the table two dead or alive famous or infamous you, no family members no friends who will be at the table, and what will you eat, and what will you drink? Okay. And go. And go. Um, okay, so two people, dead or alive. I think. Well, let's let's invite Dave. Can I, can we get Dave Grohl in there? Uh, we might as well shoot for that one. And then um, second person, I would say uh, Julia Child uh, would be pretty. More butter. Excuse me. Bonjour. I just love her so much. Um, well, what do you eat and drink? So I think I would stick to the classics and bring in a really amazing either roast chicken or beef bourguignon. Just be, make it homey and, and nice. And then, of course, some red wine to go with it. Love it. All right, Chef Dennis, last supper. Who's at the table? What are you eating? What are you drinking? Oh, uh, wow. This is so hard to answer. They're like, wow. Um... I think I will go with Plato. Nice. Actually. Yeah. Uh, loved yeah. everything he's written down, sure. uh, read it, you know, growing yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think I will get also Jim Carrey because we need to kick, kick it up oh a notch, right? That dinner party is going to be fun. Really fun. Yeah, I'm going to gate crash that, yeah. that dinner party. <laughs> and then what are you guys going to eat and drink? Um, Apart from drinking all those big thoughts... And uh, funny moments. What else are you going to drink and eat? Drink and eat. Probably a good bottle of white wine. And it would be a, most likely a variety of seafood, hanging around. Uh, simple stuff, really. I yeah. mean, you just want to go over it and enjoy it. What about, what about mama's, uh, mama's pie that you mentioned earlier? What was that? Uh, that's a, nobody can try that. That's a special that's thing for me. That's oh, wow. <laughs> Man, no, gosh. No, no. No. Territorial. <laughs> Actually, I have it also as an ambush booze on the menu. Oh, my gosh. Uh, which Good. is an interpretation of my mom's spinach pie yeah. with exactly, actually, the recipe she does. Ah. Well, listen, uh, I love it. Tasty questions answered by Executive Chef Norma Witt. Uh, and... Chef here at Luce, Chef Dennis, 
I want to hear you say your beautiful name in its entirety. Yeah, it's Demosthenes Eftimiu. That's exactly what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome to San Francisco, my Thank friend. Thank you very much. Uh, welcome home. Thank you so much. Uh, Chef Norma, uh, Chef Dennis, friends, uh, I'm in for a journey tonight, and you can come and have this culinary journey anytime you wish. Luce at the Intercontinental in San Francisco. Uh, more on these two great chefs and their stories at kcbsradio.com and click on Foodie Chap. Cheers. My favorite sound. More wine, please. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.